It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. <laughs> Player Golick from WSB doing a fabulous job as cheerleader here at the Pike Nursery in Ackworth. We're broadcasting live, of course, this morning. Mickey Gasway with me as well. We're enjoying Chick-fil-A biscuits and coffee this morning. And on tax day, you remember tax day is a little advanced this year. It's on April 18, not April 15. And on tax day next week, Tuesday, Chick-fil-A is giving a free Chick-fil-A three-piece chicken mini breakfast from 6.30 until 10.30 a.m. No strings attached. Every Chick-fil-A in Atlanta for you to help celebrate, take the stress out of paying your taxes on that day. All Chick-fil-A's, a free three-piece chicken mini breakfast, 6.30 to 10.30 at all Chick-fil-A locations. We're really thankful for having Chick-fil-A here. I have friends who stay with me at the house, one of them from Hawaii and another from California. Both of them had been to a Chick-fil-A in the last two days and said, wow, why don't they have more of these where we live? They like going to Chick-fil-A. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. Let's go to the phones. we got Terry in Flowery Branch. And get my cursor to come up here. Where is my cursor? There it is. And Terry joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hi, Terry. Morning. Hey, how you doing? Good morning doing. from Flowery Branch. You bet. How's it in Flowery Branch? What a beautiful name, of course, Flowery Branch. How's it going up there? It's wonderful. I do have a problem, though. I bought some Encore azaleas that are absolutely gorgeous. Put the, went to put them in the ground, and unfortunately, I didn't check and kind of sneaked them out of the pot at the nursery and make sure that the root systems were good. Yeah. So I went to put them in the ground, and I was kind of shocked how little root system was developed. So how do I encourage those roots to grow mm, two things one would be to be sure they're watered with mm -hmm. a small root system you always want to make sure the roots have moisture available so they can get up to the top of the plant of course a little fertilizer but not a lot if you had a robust full root system on the plant then we could use hollytone or eb stone they have a nice eb stone azalea camellia fertilizer at all or pike sure nursery start. sure start sure would be start an is a idea great one. that's what oh, it's that's for that's a great idea that's to develop uh, a root Super system idea. before top growth sure start okay. i'm going to say that would be my top choice so there's a bag of sure start okay. right here in front of me as a matter of fact so okay. run to uh, the nearest pike terry and get some sure start fertilizer it has phosphorus in it which helps roots to grow and again keep the water on the azaleas and hopefully they will come back within you know a couple of months and they'll be pretty robust and grow without needing to be watered specially and hopefully work okay, up the soil water. really good yeah mm -hmm. when you plant how much it on watering course. do you think i should do oh boy 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 some of this is so much judgment involved in it at least once a week at least a gallon per plant all right, so at least a gallon week. once a week. If it's a three-gallon plant, maybe two or three gallons per week. Okay. Okay. Well, great. Thank you so much for answering my call. You guys oh, have thanks. a happy Easter. Thanks for calling, Terry. Happy Easter to you as well. Bye-bye. we got DJs in Decatur and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, DJ, good morning. Welcome to Lawn and Garden. Uh, yes, sir. Good morning. I was walking through the garden department and saw rooting powder, and yeah. I just didn't know what the mechanism or how does that work, sir? 
Oh, rooting powder is yeah. terrific stuff. What a wonderful tool. <laughs> it's a hormone. And as you know, in your body, DJ, hormones can be pretty powerful things. <laughs> They're right. allowed to run free reign throughout your body. And for plants, too, they have different kinds of hormones, of course. But there's uh, hormones that are called auxins, A-U-X-I-N. And auxins help a plant or stimulate a plant to make roots. And so the rooting powder is talcum. That's the white stuff, the powdery stuff in there. But it has a little bit of auxin that's been added to it. And the way that you use it is you take cuttings from, let's say, azalea, hydrangea, something like that. Early in June, mid-June is a good time to do this. Take a cutting about six inches long and take some rooting powder and pour just a little dab of it out on a piece of paper. And once you've made the cutting, you dip the cut in down into the rooting powder. Mm -hmm. And then you have a, a saucer or a, or a pot maybe that has some potting soil in it that's moistened. And you stick the cutting in the middle of that pot and then cover that over with a piece of uh, plastic or a two-liter bottle is what I use sometimes. <laughs> Just put the two-liter bottle over everything to give yourself a little greenhouse kind of environment. And the rooting powder, the hormones in the rooting powder, make the cutting, make roots into the medium, into the soil that's in the pot. And the plastic bottle over everything keeps the, uh, the humidity up high so it doesn't need to be watered so much. And by ooh, August, I'm thinking, Mickey, by August or September... Mm -hmm. The rooted cutting is in the pot, and you can take it out and plant it, and now you've got a new azalea or hydrangea or something like that. Yes, sir. And, and a, the definition of a cutting, would that be off of the limb or off the... Yeah, it's, would that it's be supposed the, to root. Say it again, DJ. I didn't uh, quite understand. Uh, well, how, how do you define a cutting? Well, where's the cutting from? A cutting is taken from your mother, let's call your mother plant, if you have a, a big azalea or hydrangea and the cutting again is only six or seven eight maybe inches tall inches long you take most of the leaves off of that you yeah. don't want to leave any just the end leaves on it so it's a limb yeah a limb oh, exactly oh, I see. You're, I that's see. right a cutting oh. a pruning a piece that you've cut off of the oh. mother plant yeah i see and i think you answered the the other question i had was uh starter fertilizer you want to make sure the middle number is big and the and the nitrogen is small, right? Com that is correct. That is correct. Phosphorus is the middle number, and that's the one that helps roots to develop. What about potash? No potash for starters? Not necessary. Not all that necessary for a plant to make roots. Potash is great when you have stress, like cold and drought and things like that. So moderate to high levels of potash for a drought, droughty fertilizer. Thank you very much, sir. DJ, it's great talking to you. If you need more details about how to propagate shrubs, you can go to my website and just type the word propagate in the search line. I have two or three other ways besides using the uh, rooting hormone. There's air layering, soil layering, and various other ways of propagating shrubs. But all of them, they are sometimes advanced by using the rooting hormone powder. Van is down in Jonesboro in Clayton County and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hi, Van. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. How can I help, Van? Yeah, I have uh, two weeping cherries and a awesome. bunch of hydrangeas that usually come out really nice. And for some reason this year, they're barely coming out. There's barely any sprouts yeah. or anything on them. And my pastor actually has the same ones that we maybe live two miles away from each other, and his is having the same problem. What's going on with them? I, lo I noticed, I was going to say to myself, to mention that on radio this morning, that my weeping cherry, my own weeping cherry, is the same as you and your pastor too, Van. Um, not many leaves coming out on it, and I've advised a couple of other callers, we're just going to wait. We're just going to wait and see. A little prayer, of course, helps here and there. <laughs> but I think we have from now until June anyway before you make any final decisions on them. 
Okay, sounds good. How about the hydrangeas? Same deal. Same deal. Okay. Although, you know, with hydrangeas, there's probably been a bunch of brown sticks in the hydrangeas that have no green leaves, no green buds, no nothing green on right. them. Those sticks can be taken out. They're not okay. going to, if they're not green by now, they're not going to do anything. Okay, because it's only uh, green to the ground and up to the top it's not. So should I just yeah. take it down to the ground? If there's no green, if you scratch it with your thumbnail, there's no green beneath your scratch, then cut it off. Okay, great. All right. Thanks a lot. Nothing to it, Van. Thanks so much for calling. Bye. We got Joe and Lovejoy. Now, not far from Van. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning. How can we help, Joe? Well, I, I planted some lemon seed because my neighbor had a lemon tree with lemons all over it, potted, oh, yeah. and I thought that was pretty neat. So I, I tried to buy plants at that time. I guess it was the wrong season. I couldn't find any around here. Anyway, I planted seeds, and they came up. So I, the healthiest one is four years old now. It's about wow. three and a half feet tall, have no lemons. Is it going to have lemons? Has it had flowers ever, ever? Never had flowers. Where are you keeping it during the summertime? In the summer, it's out on my back patio in the full sun. All right, smart, smart guy. Um, I will use it as an example of my across-the-street neighbor, Gus, whose son, Mason, planted exactly the way you did. He found some lemon seeds. He planted them in a little pot. Lo and behold, they sprouted. And that lemon tree now is five, easily five, maybe close to six feet tall. And Mason, the son, has moved to Denver, where he's doing his doctoral uh, uh, stint over there, doing his internship. Gus, on the other hand, has taken faithfully taken his son's lemon tree in and out and in and out and in and out all winter long. It is full of flowers. It has little tiny lemons on it right now. And I guess, Joe, if you fertilize it, that's one of the things that citrus trees do like a little bit of fertilizer here and there. miracle Grow is fine. Uh, fertilize it, and I think you might be surprised. It will still be stimulated, I think, to bloom between now and the 1st of June, probably. Okay, it just takes a few years then. Yeah, it takes a little maturity. Each citrus plant has a different amount of time it takes to mature into its um, sexual maturity, I guess. So Meyer lemon, just about the year after you plant it in a pot, it's going to bloom. But now maybe the citrus... This came from a lemon I cut. This is, yeah. you know, I didn't purchase them. Yeah, and so the ones that you, this whatever variety of citrus that you have may have taken more years than you anticipated to get into sexual maturity and bloom. But eventually it will, and you're doing great in caring for it. A little fertilizer to help thicken it up and get more leaves probably will help, too. Okay, I have another question. Uh, have Joe, it's got to be, wait, 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 Joe, it's okay. got to be next Saturday, my friend, because I am right up against a hard break right here. So let's call it, let's all talk right. next Saturday, all right then? Okay, thank you. You bet, Joe. Thanks for calling. I'll talk to you then. It is 8.18. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. The temperatures today very, very nice outside. Low 80s this afternoon. Overnight in the mid-60s. Tomorrow about the same temperature-wise, but chance of showers. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Don't forget 
that we're still looking at traffic around Atlanta. Magnificent job done by the traffic team yesterday during the Braves first home Braves games. But throughout the week and for the next several weeks, it looks like the traffic in Atlanta is going to be really, really crazy. All it takes is one or two accidents and everybody backs up and it takes you an hour longer to get home. But you get your full traffic coverage every day with triple team traffic every six minutes on News Talk WSB. And don't forget also tomorrow, Sunday, you get your Sunday edition of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. They'll have a big report on what the 6th District Congressional Race has import for Atlanta and coverage of all the, what, 18 candidates they have up there. And we'll see who is going to come out well on that. At 825, we've got um, Ross and Marietta who joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Ross, good morning. Yes, sir. What kind of bugs are back there? I didn't understand, Ross. Yeah, we're getting ticks and, and all sorts of bugs on my dogs when they come back inside. They sort of hold plants that we can plant to ward off those kind of things from getting on the dogs when they come back in. No, sadly not. There's not a repellent plant to repel ticks or mosquitoes. I know they're, I mean, Ross, you've probably seen mosquito plant, it's called, and it's a scented geranium. And even though the leaves smell good, and I guess if you crushed the leaves and rode them all over your skin, it would repel mosquitoes from biting you on your skin. There's not a plant that repels ticks or chiggers or mosquitoes or anything like that. They just don't. <clears throat> the closest it comes to it again is some of the botanical oils that are made from plants like let's see oil of lemon eucalyptus i believe it is mickey that's one of the active ingredients in an effective mosquito repellent but as far as your dogs and the ticks and things like that sadly ross there's nothing you can plant to keep those ticks away the best thing you can do obviously is to keep your dog uh, under the care of a veterinarian and use one of the tick uh, medicines so that you use to keep ticks at bay on your dog well, I certainly appreciate it. All right, Ross. Good luck with it. Give that dog a little, little hug for me. One of the things that we've learned over the past several years is there are effective ways of controlling fleas and ticks and other insects, hook uh, heartworms, of course, on dogs. But almost all of them require regular maintenance. You have to get a prescription in some cases or a little, uh, what do you call those little things that you squeeze and put on the back nape of the dog's neck. But they're very effective as long as they're used correctly according to veterinarian or the ingredient instructions to do it and uh, some of them actually are the same insecticides we use in the garden making yeah yeah exactly that they are used in the garden to control insects in the garden and in a different formulation can be applied to the skin of your dog to control fleas and ticks from them as well that get in your head. What is it? Lice. lice. Yeah, lice. High, high, they, the mice. They use for lice. Use, yeah, use head lice as well. Sure. It's eight twenty-eight at News Talk WSB. Back to more Lawn and Garden after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. (laughs) 
It gives me a real charge to be at Pike Nursery when we do our remote broadcast. We have such a good time. Lots of fun during the breaks. And if you've never come to a remote broadcast, please put this on your calendar. We have spring and fall dates we'll announce sometime in the next several months. But if you ever get a chance to come to one of our remote broadcasts, we do have a grand time. Not only because of the food for our friends at the Aquas Chick-fil-A today, but also because the trivia questions we do during the break and the uh, questions that the audience is able to ask me and Mickey Gazaway. We just have a fun, fun, fun time. Thanks, everybody, to here for coming today. So, as we often do every Saturday morning at 8.30 in the morning, we invite our friend Mickey Gazaway to call in from her store over in West Cobb. Today, she is here for a live report on the Pike Pick of the Weekend. Mickey Gazaway, take it away. And today, it's hydrangeas. And that would be the perfect choice. Hydra- all sorts of hydrangeas, We've right? We've got beautiful here. I know all the stores have got some really, really nice ones. And so these, not only the mop head lace cap, but uh, panicle hydrangeas. The panicle hydrangeas, limelight. the limelight I love. Yeah. Um, vanilla strawberry. Awesome. We've also got some of uh, the uh, Annabelle hydrangeas, mm-hmm. uh, oak leaf hydrangeas. We've got all kinds. And it's important, I think, Mickey, when a person comes to a nursery and they look at these hydrangeas and they choose one, Know which one it is because that's going to make a lot of difference in how you care for it over the next several years and particularly how you prune it. So knowing that you have a mop head hydrangea, that's completely different in the way you prune it from an Annabelle hydrangea or from a a limelight or a panicle, PG or any of those. So you have to know what hydrangea you have. Maybe take a little card and you know plastic thing and put it down beside it in the ground so you know which one you have so you'll know how to care for it. Right, absolutely, and where to put it. Because, because some, the limelights need to be in the sun. In full, you know, full, well, full sun. I had a question yesterday. Someone emailed a question and said, how much should I fertilize my limelight hydrangea? And I told her, not much, not because much. limelights will get real floppy yeah. if they get a lot of uh, fertilizer and they flop over and the flowers fall onto the ground. And so that's knowing a little bit about it, which one you right. have, and knowing how to culture it. That's right. So if you're going to plant a hydrangea, Mickey, you got real quick tips on hydrangea planting? Well, they all like they like organic soil, um, well-drained soil, but they like to be moist, too, They know, especially the mop heads. And like so them. let's say mop heads, where would you cite them? I like, ideally, morning sun, afternoon shade. Okay. That's perfect. And if you have a limelight or one of the panicle hydrangeas. Full sun. Full sun. And they, if they're going to be pruned, you'd prune those in the winter and early yeah. spring, right? Yeah. But do you have a date for pruning the mop heads? What's your date? Uh, February, last February. No, the mop oh, heads. Oh, mop heads. Yeah. No, uh, June. June, July. June. I usually do them in June. That's what you said in one of your books. You said June. Well, I said 4th of July, that's but somewhere in the general in range in there. So, yeah, after they finish flowering <laughs> yeah. in there. Any, I read the book. Any, fertilize, any fertilizer that you recommend for hydrangeas? Um, the um, Holly Tone is great. It's a super, super one for that. Yeah. And so all you remember, all you have to do for a Pike Pick, when we announce it each Saturday what the Pike Pick for the weekend is, all you have to do is show up at your Pike, obviously, put the plant in your cart, obviously, go to the cashier and the cash register and say, this is the Pike Pick, give me 20% off. And that is the case for every Pike location, not just here at Ackworth, but every Pike location across the city. If you go in and buy a hydrangea today, it will be 20% off for any kind of hydrangea that you choose. Even hydrangea vines. And you do have the hydrangea yeah, vines. Oh, do. cool. 
So then, then a lot of people, let's talk a little bit about that, Mickey. A lot of people don't remember, don't know that there is a hydrangea vine. Right. There are a couple of them. Tell me. Uh, well, they, they grow, I think, still morning sun, afternoon shade, but they'll do in full sun, too, yeah. and do great. And they get huge. And you plant them at the base of a tree, usually, mm-hmm. and sort of start them by wrapping them around the trunk of the tree. I use little pieces of cloth to hold onto the tree. And eventually they grab on and yeah, they start they climbing. And, and they... Uh, Mine don't flower until they're at least yeah, 10, they're older. 12 feet yeah. tall, and they get up high, higher up in the tree, get a little more sunshine on them. But hydrangea vines, another choice for a hydrangea. You can yeah. plant, again, 20% off all Pike Nurseries today and uh, tomorrow, right? Absolutely. All right. Mickey guys away. Where would we go to find out where the Pike Nursery locations are? At pikenursery.com. There you go. I'm glad we have that little sign-off oh, for yeah. you and I every time. We know what to say and what to do. PikeNursery.com. So that's when I have to be quiet, right? That's when you have to be quiet. But today you can talk anytime you oh, want to. Right. Let's go to Jim. Let's go to the phones. Jim is out in Powder Springs and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Jim, good morning. Good morning to you. Hey, uh, how can we help? Thank you for taking my call, first off. I have a nice-looking yard on the back and a uh, little grass, and I'd like to thicken it up. Last year, I cut it all about two and a half, three inches tall, and it just got real thin. I want to know if I should keep it cut extremely short or what. Let's see. How are you fertilizing? First question, I guess. I, in, uh, I, have, uh, I have a lawn service uh, that takes care of fertilizer and um, pesticides and different things like that right there. You, uh, I don't know if I mentioned their name on the air or not. Tell me about how many times. Do you know offhand how many times they're fertilizing your Bermuda? No, they come out to my yard once a month. Yeah, but that's just for the... But, but, but the, it, it, I, don't, I couldn't tell you how many times they're fertilizing. It's not as green as I want it, and it's not, it's not as thick as I want it. Then let's talk to your lawn service company. Talk to them first, Jim. But okay. there's a pretty wide range of schedules in how to fertilize Bermuda, and yours is in full sun, is that right? Yes, sir. A lot of right. hot sun. Hot sun. Then if you want it to thicken up, you can fertilize it every six weeks, and that may be a little more often than they are actually doing or charging you for right now, so it may cost a little bit more to have another visit to come out and fertilize during the summertime. But every six weeks will really make Bermuda grass grow, assuming it's in, got some moisture to, to make the fertilizer work with the grass. And I've been asked this question before, is it better to do a six-week or an eight-week fertilization schedule on Bermuda? And my answer many times is, well, how, uh, how much do you like to mow your lawn? If you fertilize at six weeks, you'll mow it a lot. It ought to be mowed every five days. And if you fertilize every eight weeks, it'll grow fine, but you won't have to, fer- won't have to mow it except every Saturday or Sunday, maybe. So if you want to thicken it up, uh, increase the fertilizer just a little bit, Jim. Every six weeks will be about right, assuming, of course, that you have moisture and full sun. What height would you recommend? Well, the, the lawn service, whatever one they use, I'm sure, is selected for turf fertilizer. So I'm not going to give you the numbers that they might or might not use those exactly, but they'll know what fertilizer to use. No, that wasn't my question. My question was, what height should I cut the Oh, height. Oh, excuse me. I thought it was type of fertilizer. Never mind. <laughs> um, let's see, Jim. Um, are you, you, do you do the mowing yourself? I'll, most of the time. Sometimes I have a kid uh, cut it for me that I've trained. Okay. If you had a real mower, one of those that goes round and round with a reel on it, 
those can be mowed down as low as an inch, I think, and look really nice. But for most rotary mowers and the common kind of push mower that you and the kid use there, it's about an inch and a half to two inches probably will look pretty good. Two okay. inches is about what I would do. Have a rotary. And that, uh, I, I thank you so much for your information. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, and that, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to come to your yard. I bet that's something to see. <laughs> oh, Jim, stay away from my yard. I don't know what you because then you'll tell everybody what a sometimes a weedy mess my yard can become. So, Jim, I'm going to let you, just in your imagination, think of how green and pretty my little lawn is out there. Thanks for calling, Jim. Lynn is uh, somewhere here in Atlanta, and Jim, Lynn joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Lynn, good morning. Good morning, Walter. How are you today? I'm doing great. It How can we help? It is a beautiful, beautiful morning. Last fall, I consulted you regarding two hibiscus mm-hmm. that I have, and you, one's a tiki bar and one's a something else. But anyway, you said they would winter over in the garage, mm-hmm. which I carefully watered them, just a modicum of water, not a lot, and they're dead. <laughs> oh, no. So I don't know, A, what I did wrong, should I stop buying hibiscus, and B, one time you said that Pike would return any or take back any plant that did not live. Does that include a hibiscus? That's trees and shrubs, and hibiscus are tropicals. Oh, okay. Considered yeah, a tropical tree or shrub. Okay. Sadly, All right. sadly not. You know, how much <laughs> light? beautiful. How much light did you have in the garage, Lynn? They, I set them by, I have two windows in the garage. They were set by the window, and as I said, not a lot of water, a little bit. Did they leave, did they lose leaves regularly through the winter and just become bare? Pretty gradually, I, or how do they dumped, behave? I dumped them right down to almost the soil level. Oh. Well. <laughs> that was problem number two, right? Well, that was, I think, it. We live and we learn, Lynn. <laughs> and this time, we, when you bring them inside, when you buy some new tropical hibiscus at Pike, then you, uh, you culture them throughout the summer outside. You enjoy the flowers, et cetera, et cetera. And then when it gets about 50 or so degrees at night, then we take them into the garage and we just leave them alone. If you want to, you can prune them back a little bit in September probably to make them more compact and then bring them into the garage and don't do anything uh, other than that modicum of water that you've applied in the garage. <laughs> and they should survive in those two windows, I would think. If you All right, well, we'll try it again next year because I saw yesterday at Pike they have some beautiful hibiscus. Yeah. That is a good reason to go to Pike then. Right, I planted one yesterday. Good did for you. you? Mm-hmm. I did. Great. All, All right. right, well, thank you, Walter, and have a great day. Thanks for calling, Lynn. Bye. It's 847 at News Talk WSB. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security, mid-80s this afternoon. What a great day to be outside. What a great day to visit your local Pike Nursery. Also, mid-60s overnight tomorrow. Maybe a chance of rain tomorrow, but not a big chance. Your full weekend forecast comes up in about 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This morning, we've had a great time at the Ackworth Pike Nursery, and it's made greater because our assistant manager, Jeremiah Jenkins, is here with us this morning. So, Jeremiah... 
Great to have you with us, and great to have you be our host for our broadcast today. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much to everybody coming out. You always do an awesome job, so we look forward to you coming out. And we just uh, hope to see everybody out a little bit later today. So you guys come and see us, enjoy us on this uh, beautiful day today. 3602 Cobb Parkway. Yes, sir. Uh, you can come in here. And what do you think y'all really are good at, Jeremiah? If you had something you hang your hat on, somebody here is real good at advising folks on, what would you say? Um, overall, maybe just overall uh, landscape design, we got a really, uh, we've been blessed with a great group of talented people who just kind of got a great eye for design and what colors go together. So yeah. um, especially if you're starting fresh, y'all come and see us. We'll see what we can do for you. So let me just ask you this. If somebody wanted some ideas on how to design their landscape, it's my advice to them usually is to draw a little sketch on a piece of paper, maybe bring some pictures in and Absolutely. come on a day when you're not as busy as the day you're unloading all the trucks and everything. But what day would you say to come in if they need a little advice, five minutes worth of design advice? Uh, really any day, um, definitely throughout the week is going to be a little slower. Um, so if you'd like to, um, maybe if you got a, a lot of plans going on and you think you're going to have a good, good, chunk of time that you need to um to spend some time with us definitely in the middle of the week but yeah really really anytime we'd be we'd be happy to to advise you you want to answer a question with me oh we'll see all right jeremiah yes, has just been volunteered <laughs> to answer a question with me let's go to real quickly bert up in dalton georgia bert what's your question about trees this morning bert there's bert let's get bert down here Bird is not going. Let's go. All right, then. All right, let's go to Laura. Then Laura's in Ballground, Georgia. Hey, Laura. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? What's your question, real quick, Laura? I have a flowering almond that was dug up out of a relative's yard. I don't know much about it except that it has pretty little pink flowers. Any advice you can give me on where to plant it and how to take care of it? Well, I think Jeremiah and I would say full sun. Full right? sun. Yes, full sir. sun. Um, any tips? I don't have any real tips on flowering almond. The same. I, I, I don't either. Lime. You know, lime, Jeremiah, is my opinion that lime on cherries and peaches and almonds and plums does more good than we ever realized. And so maybe, Laura, for you, remember to put a little lime, a pint or so of lime in the area around the tree would help a lot. That's about all the advice I have for that. But it'll be a pretty tree. Those flowers on a flowering almond are really, really nice. It's been a great Saturday morning. I've enjoyed it so much. Claire has done, uh, Claire has done such a good job. David Danzig brought us our Chick-fil-A biscuits this morning. Chick-fil-A in Ackworth, of course. Jeremiah Jenkins, our host. Mickey Gasaway, our expert, our talented expert. Desiree Hyman was our Pike Nursery overlord who makes sure that everybody here is happy when you come to a broadcast. We've got, let's see, Andrew, thank you for engineering the show and for Jason back in the studio. And we've had a great Saturday morning. If you didn't get your question answered, go to WalterReeves.com. I will see everyone next Saturday morning, 6 a.m. for another edition of Lawn and Garden.